guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So as we're getting into the gospel going to all of the world, this is where we backtrack now and introduce you again to our good friend Saul, whose name became Paul. Again, Saul was his Hebrew name and Paul was his Latin Greek name that he became known for. Luke, who is the author of the book of Acts, once Paul started going out to all the world, that's where Luke decided to basically refer to him as Paul rather than Saul. But what you've got right here is, I want to give you just a quick little overview, first of all. Now, this is a little thing I put together years ago just to kind of show you what takes place in the book of Acts, because contextually speaking, during all of this, you can kind of fit the rest of the letters that Paul writes into the book of Acts. And I can have a copy of this available for you. I'll put a link into the notes about this as well. You see his conversion here into 8 and 9. You see in 13 and 14, which you're going to spend a couple days in, how you got his first missionary journey. You've got the Jerusalem Conference, which we'll talk a little bit about on Friday. And then you've got his second missionary journey, his third missionary journey. You've got his arrest and imprisonment. You've got his journey to Rome and Roman imprisonment and so forth. But you see also during this time period where he's writing letters to those who he shared the gospel with. So again, chronologically speaking, contextually speaking, you can fit the majority of what's in the rest of the New Testament back in here. So just a little thing to help you understand as we're going through this, kind of where we're at. It's just kind of a place where you can kind of come up for air and recognize where we are at when you're going through the rest of the New Testament here. Well, as Paul was going on his first of many missionary journeys, he picked out his companion. His companion's name is Barnabas, a good faithful man. And these guys did not have a missionary manual to go to. I, this is this is kind of unprecedented. And so I want to just kind of play with an idea here for the next couple of days. Let's just pretend like we have Preach My Gospel, but this is the Acts chapter 13 and 14 version, the Paul and Barnabas version of Preach My Gospel. So I want you to just think about for a minute, if all you had was just Acts chapter 13 and 14 as a missionary guide, I still think there are some things that you and I can learn from their missionary experiences. And those of you who've served a mission, I served a mission, and many of you have out there, you will relate to a lot of what's going on with Paul and Barnabas as you're going through this. So I want to give you five things today. I'm going to give you five things tomorrow, just little things. And again, this is not scientific at all. This is just something that's just kind of fun, just taking some principles, but you can see how these principles that they experienced are the same things that missionaries experience today. Now, this missionary journey they took was about 1,400 miles. They went all over the place and shared the gospel. Now, you get into chapter 13, which is where this mission basically starts right here. Right out the gate, you got verses two through four, where it says, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted. Now, fasting is something that a missionary generally gains a strong testimony of. It's something that can help them out. It talks about that over the next couple of verses. Fasted. The Holy Ghost said, separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. One of the most important things when a missionary is taken out of where he or she is comfortable and separated from that so they can go out and be able to share the gospel. Separated from the rest of the world to be able to teach. I love that. They fasted and prayed, laid their hands on them, like I said, set them apart. Now, verse four, it says, so they being sent forth by the Holy Ghost departed and went out. You go down to verse number nine, it says, then Saul, who is also called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him. So this is a sorcerer that they're about to teach. And I want to back out here and just remind you that the true teacher, when you are a missionary, is the Holy Ghost. Do not take the responsibility 
responsibility of teaching upon yourself. Yes, you share a message, but the Holy Ghost is the one who takes that message and shares it with other people. This is where spirit speaks to spirit. Just a reminder that if you have the spirit with you, you're going to be an incredible missionary. If you don't have the spirit with you, then you're going to be left to yourself. It's important here to understand the role of the Holy Ghost in missionary service. You go to the Preach My Gospel version 2 that's out right now. Entire chapter about teaching with the Holy Ghost and understanding that. So important. Well, you go down to verses 15 and 16 of Acts 13. After reading of the law of the prophets and the rulers of the synagogue sent unto them, saying, Ye men and brethren, if ye have any word of exhortation for the people, say on. So here's Paul and Barnabas. There's like, if you have anything to say, go ahead and speak. Then Paul stood up and beckoning with his hand said, men of Israel and ye that fear God, give audience. One of the things to remember as a missionary is you're going to be often called upon at the last minute to speak. Those who have served missions before can back me up on this. Oftentimes, you know, you'll have these moments where you just need to share right at that moment. So you've got to be always ready to be able to give an answer to those who want to know where your faith comes from. There are times where you prepare a lesson and there are times where you prepare yourself. And so that's something also to understand as you're going through this is just the importance of having the Holy Ghost with you, but then being ready to be able to share a message at any time. I had that happen on multiple occasions. My mission president would do these little things called pop talks where he would call upon missionaries. He would actually let them know at the start of the month. It's like, hey, the topic for this month is baptism or faith or prayer. And then he would say, and the pop talk today, this was zone conferences, he would say, it's from Elder Crimin. I'd be like, oh, hey, here I am, ready to go. You know, what's interesting is I had prepared a lot of pop talks over the months and I never got called on, but it was interesting. There were numerous times where in a sacrament meeting or in a ward council or just right, you know, was you're speaking to anybody investigating the church where you would just feel prompted to share something and it's from that preparation right there. So there are many times where those pop talks that I had to prepare, I didn't give them in a zone conference but I gave them other places, so being ready at all times. And what is your number one message that you share? Acts chapter 13, verses 38 and 39. Be it known unto you, men and brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins, and by him all that believe are justified from all things, from which ye could not be justified by the law of Moses. And so what was Paul's message? He was talking about Jesus Christ. Again, always remembering that you lead people to Jesus Christ. That's the most important thing that a missionary can ever do. Now, one of the last things just on this particular episode, verse 43, when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who speaking to them persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. But when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy and spake against those things which were spoken by Paul contradicting and blaspheming. And you know, there are many times where you will share something and then you will have other people there to contradict it. I remember in a certain missionary area that I had where we would go and teach the gospel, but there were other individuals who would kind of follow after us and try to contradict the messages that we had. In fact, as Paul and Barnabas went out there and taught, verse 49, the word of the Lord was published throughout all the region, but the Jews stirred up the devout and honorable women and the chief men of the city and raised persecution against 
against Paul and Barnabas, expelled them out of their coasts. But you go down to verse 52, and again, this can get super discouraging, and I remember how this was for me. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. So persecution is going to happen when you're a missionary, but you can still be filled with joy and remember the message that you are sharing. Again, that's just this chapter right here, and I probably forgot stuff as well. We're going to get into some tomorrow in chapter 14, but if you can use this as a nice little manual to help you be able to become an effective missionary, I think you'll love these chapters. I'm grateful for them, and I know they're true. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.